When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to this podcast. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and this is Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, where I talk about all kinds of things to help you with your mental health. Well, in this podcast today, I'm going to be talking about something that's really, really close to my heart, something that I spent so many years researching and so many years doing work with my patients on this. And it is one of those areas that is not spoken about enough and is one of the most powerful mental health tools out there. And you're going to be hearing me speak about this a lot more. It is called brain building. How to build your brain with your mind is one of the most powerful mental health tools out there. Just a quick note, this podcast is meant for educational purposes and is not medical advice. If you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And also, we have a very special, special on at the moment, because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. As we know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Just till the end of the month, we have my two latest books on special, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess and 101 Ways to Be Less Stressed. The two are only $30, and for details, you can go to my webpage, drleaf.com. We'll put the link in the show notes, and you save $11. This is only for this month. Cleaning up your mental mess and 101 ways to be less stressed. Super great, fantastic combination and you save $11. So get, go get that at drleaf.com at our store. It's only at our store, drleaf.com and we will put the link in the show notes. And also, if you haven't yet signed up for my newsletter, I really recommend that you do. Go to drleaf.com to sign up. I give you free tips and blogs and so much mental health information for free at my newsletter. And when you sign up, you're also going to get a free downloadable workbook that works with this book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. So when you sign up for free, you will get a downloadable Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess workbook and you will get tips and techniques and, and blogs and information on mental health to help you all for free. So I hope you'll go and sign up right now. And now back to today's podcast. So, as I said, brain building is amazing, okay? I'm going to read to you from a note that I want to just make sure that I say it beautifully. It's easy, it's effective, and is something that someone should be, that everyone should be doing every day. Brain building, I actually believe, is one of the most powerful resilience building mental health tools out there. Mental health resilience tools, and one of the most powerful. And it's completely underrated in the wellness industry. In fact, not many people speak about it. In fact, I don't think hardly anyone except myself speaks about it. And that's why I thought it's just so important that we that I give spend more time teaching you how to brain build. Now, I'm going to teach you as much as I can in this session. But in this book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, there is a whole chapter dedicated to brain building. And over time, I'll be giving you more and more tips. But boy, it's something I do every single day. I try to spend at least one to two hours every single day brain building. Either I do it in one burst or I spread it across the day. And I start my morning with brain building. You'll see in chapter 14 
of this book where I have my daily routine, I do brain building is like one of the first things that I do in the morning. Even if I've only got 15 minutes, I do brain building. So I'm going to tell you what it is, how it benefits you, and give you some examples of how to do brain building in your own life. By the way, this is also something that you could do as a family activity in addition to doing it on your own. Great to get your kids brain building as young as possible. And brain building for kids is so easy because you basically can do it on their schoolwork. So if you're helping them with their schoolwork, you can use brain building for the schoolwork. And that's basically the five steps of the neurocycle. But let's dive into it a little bit more detail. I always say a funny thing. I say that the brain is in love with the mind and the mind is in love with the brain. So your beautiful brain and your beautiful mind work together, as you know, and and they're separate, as you know, as well. You've heard me say this before. Your mind works through your brain. Your brain responds to your mind. Your brain and body are 1 1 to 10% of who you are. And your mind is that 90 to 99% of who you are. So your brain is has got all these the left and right lo- um, hemisphere and the different lobes of the brain and the different structures within the brain. And it's organized into 200 different areas. And within each area, there's all these amazing specializations. And you have your unique specializations and I have mine. So there's something you can do that no one else can do. So the mind is in love with the brain. And as we use our minds well, as we clean up the mental mess, we are activating all these unique structures within the brain to operate at their highest level of function. When we just stay in a mental mess and we don't manage our mental mess, you know, get the wise mind talking to the messy mind, then we don't, our brain doesn't function as well. And that impacts how we, how we function overall because the mind needs the brain to be able to, for you to be able to express yourself and function and vice versa. So when we understand that route, it gives us so much more control. So brain building is one of the ways that we can really train ourselves to increase our mental resilience and our physical resilience. Now, don't get me wrong, working on toxic issues and toxic thoughts is is absolutely necessary. And as you've heard me say before, and if this is the first time you're listening to me, you should be detoxing traumas and things like that every single day. And I give you the whole system with the neurocycle. And as you've seen on that podcast and in my book, I teach you how to do that as well, where you should work daily on detoxing. Part of my daily routine is that when I'm getting ready, I do my detoxing. But I always do my brain building first because the brain building changes the way that my brain is functioning and then prepares me to do the harder work of detoxing. So detoxing a trauma or detoxing a toxic habit or building a new habit or recognizing those patterns and changing them and rewiring your brain and going through those things, that is so much more. That's really hard work and it can be done, but it's hard work. So to make the hard work easier, we do brain building. Brain building strengthens your mind, strengthens your brain. And because it's more resilient and strong, it becomes easier to do the the hard work of detoxing. In fact, it's so important that I would begin every session with my patients, whatever I was working on with them, whether it was someone who was battling with Alzheimer's or whether it was someone who was battling with a learning disability or a major sexual trauma or whatever, TBI. I would always begin every session for 25 years that I practiced with brain building. I've researched this concept. I've shown in in, in my research how it improves how you function by 35 to 75%, your cognitive, social, emotional, intellectual functioning when you brain build. So it's a vital component. And what's so easy about brain building is that just like you clean your teeth every day and you have to eat every day and you have to breathe oxygen every day to survive, brain building is kind of in that category. It's one of those things that you just have to do every day to keep your brain clean, to keep your brain functioning, to keep your body going. 
And it's just one of the, it's a mind technique that really keeps your brain in tip top functioning. And really, it doesn't mean that everything's going to be, you know, you're never going to be sad again. Of course not. You're going to be sad. You're going to have days where you're up and down. But your ability to manage those and keep going and bouncing and bounce back, that kind of resilience is what improves your functioning. And also brain building is, is, is really easy to fit into your lifestyle once you understand it. But have you felt unhappy, down or off lately? Or maybe just not entirely yourself? It would be easy to blame the news or bad things going on in the world. But believe it or not, your negative feelings could also actually be caused by gut problems. You see, serotonin is known as the happiness chemical and 90% of your serotonin is created in your gut. What does that mean? It means that if your gut health is off, then you're just not going to feel as happy and positive as you normally do. When you start taking care of your gut, you'll be amazed at how much better you feel. Here's how I recommend you do this. Start taking Cognibiotics, the breakthrough mood-enhancing formula made by Bio-Optimizers. This formula starts with a solid foundation of prebiotics and probiotics to support gut health and positive feelings in a safe and natural way. But it doesn't stop there. Cognibiotics also includes 17 powerful brain herbs to enhance mood, manage stress and improve memory. If you think about it, Cognibiotics is almost like two supplements in one because of how it supports your mood and brain health through two different channels. Here's the best part. Cognibiotics comes with a full one-year guarantee. So I encourage you to try it risk-free and see for yourself how much better you feel. Simply go to cognibiotics.com forward slash Dr. Leaf and use Dr. Leaf 10 to receive 10% of any order. Again, it's cognibiotics.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The link and offer details will be in the show notes. Summer is officially here and I am so ready to get some mental self-care time going under the sun, by the pool and on the beach. Of course, it can get pretty hot out there, and there is nothing I love more than drinking something that is refreshingly delicious and good for my brain. This is why I love Hazar, a bold probiotic seltzer with benefits. With added probiotics and 3 grams of sugar or less, Hazar tastes like sunshine in a can. As I'm sure you well know, everything's more fun when you feel your best. That's why Hazar adds probiotics to their seltzer to help support a healthy gut and brain. Not only are their seltzers tasty and exhilarating when chilled, but they are also non-perishable, so you can store them at room temperature. And they come in three vibrant flavors, all low on sugar and calories. Raspberry and lemon, which has a tangy fruitiness and a citrus spark with zero sugar and just five calories. Strawberry and hibiscus, which tastes like ripe strawberries with a tropical backdrop. It has just three grams of sugar and 15 calories. Juicy pear, which is crisp and bursting with flavor and has only 3 grams of sugar and 15 calories. I know I will be making delicious summertime cocktails with a strawberry and hibiscus seltzer, maybe even adding a pinch or two of some fresh garden mint to make it fancy. Get your cooler ready and stock up on Hazard Probiotic Seltzer by using the code DRLEAF for 20% off your order at drinkhazard.com. That's code DRLEAF for 20% off at drinkhuzzah.com. The link and offer details will be in the show notes. First, I'm going to just give you all the benefits, okay? So just to come back to what is brain building. So essentially brain building is building healthy thought trees into your brain. So building healthy thought trees into your brain on knowledge, on data. So it's getting data, that, like a magazine article that you're very interested in, maybe reading something 
that's really interests you in your field or you read some really great interview by someone on, on the Atlantic or something, whatever. It's something, an, an interesting article that grabs your attention that you maybe don't know that much about or you know a little bit about it, but it's new. It's interesting. It's grabbed your attention. Or it could be something that you're studying. Like if you're at school, oh my gosh, you are brain building anyway. So this is ideal for you because not only are you going to master your knowledge and get good grades with brain building, which is really a major objective because brain building is learning new information, but you're also going to be doing all this resilient stuff for your brain, which is so amazing. And it helps you then to detox more effectively. So those of you that are at school and university, studying further, brain building is actually already part of your life. I'm just going to give you a more systematized, organized way of doing it. But you don't have to be at school to brain build because you should always be brain building. And it's basically taking an information that you're really interested in and thinking very, very deeply about it and to understand it to the point where you could give a lecture on it, where you could have a really great discussion on it, where you could write an exam on it. So that's kind of your measure of good brain building. So like, for example, every single day, I start my day, as I mentioned, with brain building. And the brain building I do in the morning are research-related articles. So that's when I look through all the, all the research sites and science sites that I follow. I find articles related to my field. I save them. And then I pick one or two, depending on how much time I've got at that moment, to then go and actually do the full brain building exercise on. So I don't just scan through all the headlines and just think I can keep up to date with research like that. It's too, the field's too big. And if you just scan through, you're just capturing data, but you're not thinking deeply about the data, which is a massive problem in, in our quick, easy access to information, quick fix technological age, is that we get all this data bombarding us, but we don't spend enough time digesting it. Brain building is digesting data and it changes and transforms the networks of your brain. It changes how the brain waves flow in your brain. It changes how the connections occur in the 200 different sites within your brain. It changes how your your, horm your hormones flow. It changes your HPA, your hypothalamic pituitary axis that controls your stress response. It improves cardiovascular function. It improves immune function. Your entire brain and body benefit from brain building. It, that resilience that helps you to bounce back comes from a consistent brain building. Think about if you didn't clean your teeth every day. Eventually, your teeth are going to be so damaged and so dirty. And we do know that, that, that the bacteria that build up on your teeth can affect your brain, can set you up for dementias, can cause all kinds of sicknesses in your body. So everything just gets messed up. You have to clean your teeth every day. As by the same token, you have to do brain building every day. It's kind of like cleaning your teeth and fussing for your brain with the way it cleans up circuits and clears out circuits and clears out debris and, and creates clean pathways and helps with cognitive fluency and intellectual development and wisdom and and, and social and improves social and emotional, which are sort of benefits, it improves social, emotional, cognitive and intellectual benefits. Okay, so as you are experiencing life, you are using your mind to change your brain microscopically. So when you are doing brain building, you are literally being a brain surgeon. You are changing your brain microscopically. Now, your brain's always changing, but brain building is directed change, as is detoxing using the neurocycle. You're directing the change. The neurocycle to detox is where you're breaking down a toxic pattern and rebuilding a new pattern. But using the neurocycle to brain build is where you're actually building information into your brain in a very brain healthy way 
it's changing the microscopic structure of the brain in a very, very healthy way. And it happens, this is happening with every experience of, of brain building, with every experience you have, including brain building, it's causing this real-time chemical and structural change in the brain. I mean, that's amazing. If you think of it, your mind is causing real-time microscopic structural and chemical changes in your brain. And when you direct that process, you're making that work for you and not against you. I mean, I just love that. I love that I'm sitting here teaching you this now, knowing that there are microscopic changes happening in your brain and chemical changes happening in your brain that are helping you. And if you go away from this conversation and re-listen and maybe put it on pause and make notes and really study what I've said, get my materials and and use the brain building to, to study my material, you are making wonderful microscopic changes in your brain and chemical changes in your brain that are enhancing the health of your brain and therefore the health of your body. How amazing is that? And that then feeds back into your mind because your mind loves to work through a healthy brain. Remember, the mind and the brain are in love with each other. Okay, so the mind literally changes matter instantaneously. You are changing the matter of your brain instantaneously with your mind. You're doing that right now, instantaneously. You see, the brain's not a fixed lump of dough. It's not a fixed lump of matter that's genetically pre-programmed just to run programs. Not at all. Your brain is this incredible organ that is waiting to be activated and in and released with your mind. Your mind is the thing that makes your brain work. So that's why cleaning up your mental mess is just so important and brain building is part of that process. Okay, so basically it's your brain is, an, and I'm going to read this, is an intensely responsive an intricately complex, constantly changing system of cells. And we, using our mind, are the cause of the changes. I mean, how cool is that? We are the cause of the changes in our brain, those microscopic, instantaneous changes that are happening. Your mind is changing your brain with the power and the energy of your mind. You're creating matter out of your mind. So it really does it really is mind over matter. And, you know, and just yesterday I was having a conversation with someone who was saying that their emotional struggles were just written off as just in the head and that's not important. Oh, my goodness. Your mind drives everything. Everything about who you are is driven by your mind. We need so much more intense education to understand our mind, which is why I do what I do and why I'm so passionate. Because when we get a handle on our, on our mind, we're getting a handle on our life. And then those things that are so hard to deal with and those tough things that are hard to accept and helping people that are battling, it becomes something that we can we can do as community. It's not something that we try and hide from or hide away. Hey, so the brain is also, I love this too, the brain is also hungry and needs changes. It's design, intricate, intensively beautiful design, hungry for change. Your brain wants to grow. Your brain needs to grow. Its whole design is one of growth and change. And the more you direct that in the right direction and give these little boosts, like super good vitamin boosts when you're doing a brain building, how that's just so incredibly effective, the microscopic changes that happen in your brain. In fact, the brain cannot not change. The brain can't not change. You know, back in the 80s when I was first studying, we were told that the brain couldn't change. And that the mind's changing, but the brain couldn't change because they saw the mind and brain as separate. And I remember challenging one of my professors and saying, that just does not sound right in our, in our neuroscience lecture. And I said, I really don't believe that. And, and they said, well, that's a ridiculous question that you're asking. And I said, well, is it? And I started working with people with traumatic brain injuries because I said, okay, well, what is the area 
that is the most difficult, in your opinion, to, to show this? And they said, well, traumatic brain injury. There was very little research back in the 80s on traumatic brain injury. And basically, we were trained to teach people that had brain injuries, traumatic brain injuries, just to compensate for their issues. And I just felt that that was such a kind of almost negative, almost hopeless view. So I thought, well, what happens if we can really capture, using our mind to capture our mind, we can then drive changes in the brain. And that's where brain building was birthed. And the neurocycle was birthed in that research. You can actually go and see my TEDx talk. I talk about this, that ridiculous question. It's called the ridiculous question, can the mind change the brain? And we, we knew, we know from the mid-90s, from the mid-90s, it was accepted that the brain could change, and that's called neuroplasticity. But in the 80s, it wasn't accepted. It was still not a thing. And I really challenged that, and, and I showed, I did some of the first neuroplasticity research in my field in terms of traumatic brain injury and then learning disabilities and so on, showing that when you really direct your mind, when you really control your mind, you can change your brain. And there's different ways that you can direct your mind. And that's what I've captured in all my work. So today, the one way we're talking about specifically is brain building. It's learning new information. If our brain is always changing, that means there's stuff that's going on in there. There's stuff that we're growing. And if you're growing stuff in there, what are you growing? You're growing thoughts. What do thoughts have? Memories. What are memories? Data. Data. Experiences, emotions, knowledge. That's what's on your memories. So that's what you're growing into your brain. So brain building is doing that in a very controlled and directed way, a very intentional, deliberate way. And that sets up what we call the quantum Zeno effect, which is the QZE for short, which is the deliberate learning that takes place when you focus on something. So it's the repeated effort that makes learning take place. And that is super healthy for mental health. Because in when we are going through a dip in our life and going through a dip in, and, and experiencing whatever, which happens to all of us, no one's exempt we go have ups and downs and cycles in our life, and sometimes it can be very bad for a very long time. Doing brain building in the midst of that that kind of situation can really help. As I said, I would start my patients every session. I would start with brain building. And sometimes my patients would come to sessions so weak and so battling so much that I would actually get the family in. And instead of doing an intense emotional therapy session, we would do a fun brain building session on their own or with the family and then that would then give the boost that was needed to then get them over that little hump into the next phase of working on detoxing. But you've always got to balance brain building with detoxing. And that's what you'll see. I explained to you in the last chapter of this book in my daily routine, I explain how I do and where I do the brain building. Okay, so in fact, the brain cannot change. And as we know, when our minds are a mess for whatever reason life throws at us, it changes our brain and our brain can get messy pretty quickly. So our brain is always changing. Messy stuff changes the brain in a messy way. Managing the messiness changes the brain in a good way. So, you know, it's changing anyway. So let's let's change it. But let's change it with brain building as well as a component, a major component of our daily life. Because then we can direct, we can train ourselves to direct that change. So in, in the same way, you know, we could, there is something that the brain, if you look at brain building this way, it's something that we can do to help the brain to function well. Brain building is something you can do to help the brain to function well. When you're in an emotional spot where you feel like very depressed or traumatized or very anxious, that's a really good time to do brain building because you don't have to think about the issue. It's a distraction, but a healthy brain building distraction where you can then go and take something you're interested in. Maybe it's a great book that you're reading, a storybook, and do brain building on, on some fiction of a, of a story that you love. 
of if you love art, maybe it's a description of some beautiful painting. Maybe you love science like me and it's some beautiful scientific study that, that you study. But it's at that in, in that moment, that's what I would do with my patients. I would take those and do brain building and that would then build that resilience to be able to then start helping you to get over the hump. Okay, so it is brain building is something we can do to help the brain function well and build resiliences against the challenges of life. We need to use our mind to build our brain. And we're always using our mind anyway. But brain building is a very intentional using of our mind. So it's mind using mind in a very intentional way. It, brain building, in fact, is like eating a healthy diet. <laughs> okay, so it is literally, like I say here, it's a process of feeding the brain regularly with new and challenging information that is healthy food, that is well digested, that is means it's deeply understood. You know, a research study was done where they put people into a room and they gave them, took everything away from them, they had no cell phone, nothing. And it was all different age groups from the ages from like in the early teens to late 70s. And they were told just to think for 16 minutes. That's all it was, just to sit and think. And people hated it. They absolutely hated it. it they found that boring. They found it traumatizing. They didn't know what to do with themselves. That kind of experiment done just a few years ago before this quick fix technology, constant bombardment stimulation that we got ourselves into that a few years ago, that study would not have produced those same results. So we've changed how we think. We don't brain build like we used to. We we need to deeply to think deeply about stuff every single day. It's not good enough just to read headlines. You need to pick a headline and read the whole article and think deeply to understand it. So it's not just a matter of you know take the like like read you know it's almost like you can't just live on a fast food diet. You have to. You can't just shove food down and keep shoving. You've got to chew it. You've got to digest it. You've got to get it in, assimilated into your digestive system. You've got to go through the whole digestive process. You've got to make sure that the, the food's nutrient-dense. So that's why I'm saying you've got to find stuff, nutrient-dense information that you read and digest. In other words, guys, I'm telling you how to think deeply, read, think deeply to understand. And when you think deeply to understand, that is brain building by using the neurocycle, the five steps. I tell you, it will transform your life. It's like building a healthy diet. Like when you eat healthy food and you your body's nutritionally fed, you feel so different. You look so different, etc. So, it's, so brain building is a process of feeding. I say here, feeding the brain regularly with new and challenging information that is that is well digested, meaning deeply understood. Okay. The, also, the process of brain building as you're doing it, as you're doing the reading and and building the brain, it's rapid. Genes are activated within a few minutes and a single neuron may gain thousands of new dendritic branches within a very short time. So these are little dendritic branches. So as you are doing the brain building, as you read the information, so step one is you read that paragraph, you gather awareness, you open your you open your text. So let's say that you're going to brain build through my book. I mean, this is a great thing to do. You can brain build through your book. Okay, so it's through my book, so you can learn about brain building and mind through through this book. So you can go to the first chapter, and you're going to read a paragraph. Literally, read a paragraph, like read a little section, and that's gather. That's step one. As you're reading that, you are using your mind to you're getting that's electromagnetic light rays. It's if you're reading out loud, it's sound waves. There's a whole lot of all that physics stuff going on. As you're putting that information into your mind, you're thinking, feeling, and choosing about that. And that's going through your brain and your brain is responding and rapidly converting that into little amino acids that group together to form proteins. 
And those proteins hold this information you've just read in little vibrational forces in a branch. So each, this is like a lot of reading that's been done here and a lot of thinking to put this onto, onto into this tree. Now, all trees have got, because there's lots of branches here. So all trees have got roots. And so as you're reading that information, that's what you build, You that reading, which is the mind thinks, feels, and chooses about that. You have all this physics stuff happening, electromagnetic, quantum, genetic activity that causes the amino acids to form, which group together to form proteins, and the proteins vibrate with the information, and it forms little branches. So each little branch, as you add a new word and a concept, another branch is grown, another piece of the branch, and so you're building up all the data. But what you're reading is actually going in the root system, like a tree has a root system. That's the source, and then this is your interpretation. So they build simultaneously. You put the information in, and then you interpret that. You put the information in, and you interpret that. What we do a lot of these days, and it's very bad for us, is just reading and just shoving it in at the root and not getting a chance to develop and grow your interpretation, get your understanding of this information, spending time. So then just the root system develops, it's very weak, and this just disintegrates and creates a toxic mess in the brain. And that is not good. That will affect your sleeping. It'll affect your mental health. It'll make you feel anxious, on edge, edgy. It'll make you unprepared for the next day. And it'll make you unprepared for acute traumas. You'll always feel like overwhelmed and burnt out. Hey guys, you want something to help you with burnout and overwhelm? Using neurocycling to brain build is so vital. So instead of just reading it and shoving it in and, 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 and not really thinking about it, what I'm asking you to do is take that thing, that, that article, that book, that chapter that you're interested in and read just the first step. Just read a couple of sentences. Don't read a whole paragraph. Read two or three sentences. That's all. And then stop and do the second step, which is reflect. And that is where you ask, answer, discuss. Ask, answer, discuss. What does this mean? What have I just read? Take a, take a highlight or a pencil and then go back into what you've just read as you're, as you're reflecting and go in circle. So you're looking, as, you, saying, as you're asking, answering and discussing, you're looking back at what you've just read, kind of rereading it out loud and circling the concepts, which are around about 15 to 35% of what you've read. And then... You're going to the third step, you're going to write that down onto a metacog. And a metacog looks like a branch tree. You start in the middle with a circle, and then you grow your branches out of it in categories. There's an image in this book. In my NeuroCycle app, I've got a video teaching you how to make metacogs, and I explain to you in here as well. And there's an image of a metacog in here as well in this book to help you. And then I have another book, Think, Learn, Succeed, that also has a lot of information on how to brain build. Okay? So... Then you go to step four, which is then you look at what you've just read and see if it makes sense. Quickly compare it back to the sentence that you just wrote, read the couple of sentences you just read from. And then you, your step number five is, okay, that's what I've just read. And that triggers you onto the next sentence. And then you read the next couple of sentences. I prefer you to read out loud, which gives multi-sensory stimulation. So step one, read the next two, three sentences out loud. Stop. Go to step two, reflect, which is ask, answer, discuss. What have I read? I've read that. As you're asking, answering, and discussing, you're looking at the text, you're circling the 15 to 35% of the concepts, not every word. You're then going to put that onto the metacog. You're then going to see what you've written on the metacog, compare it back to what was written there, and then you're going to say, okay, that's what that means. That's the connection there, and you go to the next sentence. Now, that may sound like it takes time, and yes, it does. And at first, it's very slow and clumpy and clumsy, but you're learning. It's like when you learn to ride a bicycle, learn to drive a car, learn to play the piano, learn a new skill, learn a surgeon learning a new skill in surgery, all of it. When I learn new stuff, I'm really clumpy and stuff at first, but you just keep practicing. 
Because this process of the neurocycle is the delivery system for how your mind delivers information to your brain and builds it into your brain. So the more you do it, the better you get. So at first, to discipline yourself to go through those steps can be a little, feel a bit slow. And, but that's, there's no time frame involved in this. Okay, if you've got an exam, you're going to want to learn the skill quite quickly, but you will because you've got to get through work. So I always used to say to my patients and, and my kids that were used to come to me for learning skills help and we'd work on helping them with the learning that the time that you put into the building of the metacog using the little five steps to do that, you're going to, when, by the time you've built that metacog, and you're now preparing for the test because you've done 90% of the preparation in that metacog. You take that metacog and you literally teach that back. You will be amazed at how much you know and how much you remember. A lot of people cram learn. They just memorize, read through, read through, read through, build up short-term memory, and then it goes. And that just activates a little bit of activity in the brain and specifically the hippocampus. It only creates a one-way flow. Hippocampus is a little curve thing behind your eyes and it's very involved in converting from short to long to memory. It needs to be stimulated across both ways, backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. And deep thinking does that, which then creates a whole interaction with the frontal lobe and brings in other parts of your brain and activates gamma waves and a whole down series of incredible effects that then change how the brain is functioning and then increases your resilience, but also increases your knowledge. And then you're able to express that more effectively and you'll remember it more long term. So you're building up your own knowledge, which is very, very satisfying. Your mind is in love with your brain. Your brain is in love with your mind. Your mind your mind and brain are hungry organs, and they function at their best when they're constantly fed with new information, and that's essentially what you're doing. So you're growing these dendritic spikes. You're driving that. That's a microscopic, rapid genetic change that you are driving. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while now, you know how important it is to take care of your mental health. But your physical health matters too and can affect how you feel mentally, especially your largest organ, your skin. This is why I love Osea, a female-founded and family-operated company that creates skin and body care products powered by the sea. They have been making clean, cruelty-free, safe skincare products since 1996 using responsibly sourced plant-derived ingredients. Osea is not only good for your skin, but also for the planet. One of my favorite Osea products is the Andaria Algae Body Oil, which instantly moisturizes and replenishes dry skin, leaving every inch of my face and body silky smooth and glowing. To make this incredible oil, Osea soaks hand-harvested Andaria Algae in barrels of oils for up to six months. The result is liquid gold, a rich, luxurious, never-greasy body oil, fragrant with sunny citrus and top notes of sweet passion fruit. You can try Osea risk-free for 30 days and get free shipping on orders over $50. They even send free samples with every order and get 10% off your first order with my promo code LEAF at oseamalibu.com. That's 10% off with code LEAF at oseamalibu, O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. The link and offer details will also be in the show notes. Whether you're doing reps or more into dog walks, you need protein to thrive mentally and physically, which is why I love Ritual's Essential Protein, the multivitamin company I know and trust. Their incredible team of scientists from Harvard have reimagined protein from the ground up and inside out, from how it's made to who it's for and why it's needed. 
The result is a delicious plant-based protein offered in three premium formulations for distinct life stages and unique nutrient needs, all made with the same high standards approach and commitment to traceability that Ritual is known for. Using their flexible subscription model, Ritual makes it easy to get their delicious tasting, nutrient-dense protein delivered straight to your door. So, if you're like me, you can remember to get the nutrients your brain and body needs every day. I take their 50 plus protein every morning with my breakfast. I love it with coconut milk. It tastes just like a milkshake, which helps me make sure that I have enough protein that meets my unique needs as someone who's over 50. Each one of their protein powders contains 20 grams of pea protein plus a complete amino acid profile and are made with essential choline and helpful common dietary gaps. So why not check up your ritual? To make trying something new less scary, Ritual offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Plus, my listeners get 10% off during your first three months. Just visit ritual.com forward slash Dr. Leaf to add essential protein today. That's ritual.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The link and offer details will be in the show notes. Okay, so it's a powerful tool. I showed that in my early research that when you do brain building, you can improve intellectual functioning by up to 75%, 35 to 75% improvement in academic, cognitive, social, emotional, and intellectual functioning. I showed that in my early research. And when, when people, because basically what you're doing is you're teaching people, you're learning how to harness deep intellectual thought, which is just one of the most phenomenally healthy things for your brain. The two sides of your brain want to work together. The different waves of your brain, gamma, delta, high beta, high low beta, delta, delta, theta, gamma, high, low beta, high beta, and alpha all want to work together in a very sequential, organized way. You want lots of blood flowing, oxygen flowing. There's a whole pattern that starts, a whole neurochemical pattern that, and blood, brain, oxygen, etc. I mean, that's work, not brain, blood, oxygen, etc. chemicals that are working together when you're driving your mind in that direction. Now, the more you practice this brain building, the more it carries over into the hard emotional work like detoxing trauma, managing acute trauma. You're just you're still gonna cry and freak out and have depression, but it's not gonna they're not gonna control you. You're gonna feel maybe for a moment you'll feel feel overwhelmed and controlled, but you'll bounce back and be able to push through and so much more effectively. As I showed in my recent research, with brain building, you then get to good detoxing using the neurocycle and then you can you can feel more in control of these things by up to eighty one percent, which is amazing. Brain building also, this is another thing brain building does, is it uses the thousands of new baby nerve cells that are born when we wake up each morning. So when you wake up each morning, you've got thousands of new baby nerve cells, neurogenesis, beautiful. And they are there to to pad your brain. So as you go through the day, they are there to help build the experiences of the day into these thoughts. And when you add brain building to your daily routine in a very intentional way, then you are going to use those more effectively. And sometimes we don't do any brain building in a day. I mean, you're always building your brain, but in a, this, this, this kind of deep intellectual kind of brain building I'm talking about, you're always learning and building stuff into your brain. Your brain's always changing. But brain building is separate from just that. It is an intentional, deliberate, I'm going to study something. I'm going to learn new information. And when you do that, you make sure that you're using those new baby nerve cells because you don't want to get to the end of the day and not have those new baby nerve cells worked used up. You don't want to get to the end of the day without brain building because that will affect your sleep. Because at nighttime when you sleep, your brain is regenerating. Your mind is actually doing the process of helping your brain and body to regenerate. Just recently, I did a podcast on dreams and I spoke about this. So you can go listen to that. And But essentially, when we have, when, when, the more we brain build during the day, 
the more we clean up our mind for during the night. So it's easier to actually fall asleep. And we don't have so much mess in our brain because our brain and mind are doing housekeeping at night. And the brain building helps to get order. So let's say, for example, that you've got this really messy closet and it's just this humongous mess and you just can't handle it anymore. And you get a whole bunch of boxes. You go go and get a whole bunch of nice organizing little boxes and things. And you sort of group everything and put them into the boxes and you put them back in there. And sure, they're not tidy yet in the boxes, but you've got some sort of order. You've got some sort of categorization. And then next time you come back, you can go into each box and you can sort things out a little bit more. And over time, you can create order. You know, I find I always have to do that with my pantry. We don't have a big enough pantry and we have, we're always buying these experimental foods. And I mean, buying, our kids love baking and cooking. And, you know, we've always got, you know, the family over doing that. So for some reason, my pantry just builds up so quickly and we always buy fresh stuff. And so I am forever going in there, putting little boxes and organizing and grouping things. And, you know, and then the, the kids come and it's all messy again. And then I pack it all up and tidy it up again. And, you know, and it's not perfect, but that's kind of what brain building is doing. It's helping you to get order so that you can, you don't feel this, ah, everything's just thrown in there and it's just this one big massive chaos, which is not good. Okay, so I even use brain building. I do it every day, as I've said. I start the morning with at least 15 minutes and then I will find a time during the day, a block of time during the day, wherever, like in the middle of the day or the end of the day, where I do an intense hour to two hours. Now, fortunately, in the work that I'm doing, I write books and I write journal articles and I am always doing research. So I'm forever having to brain build. So these, uh, you know, it's part of my lifestyle that I do brain building around my work. But, you know, if I wasn't studying this, I would do brain building around things that I'm interested in. And so you can always find something. To, you, if you read the news, the books that you read, it's just to take that time to work through the neurocycle. And as I said, I explain it in depth in this book. And these books are on special just in case you've forgotten the two together, you get them for $30 and you save yourself $11, which is which is great. So I even use brain building to help calm and refocus me. My goodness, when I'm very upset about something, if something's happened that's completely overwhelming or I feel panicky or I even feel a panic attack, if I feel like I'm just overwhelmed, overstressed, very anxious, yes, I still have all those things, but I know how to manage it. But when something's really high intense emotion, I'll do the breathing and I will do brain building. I'll sit down and I'll do brain building. I'll prepare a podcast. I'll read a new research article. As I said, I'm always planning clinical trials. There's always tons of research to do. And so I go and do that brain building. So I use it to help calm myself down and refocus. And I'm telling you, it is transformational. It always changes. Okay. So don't forget that fixing toxic issues is vitally important. And I talk about that in this book, but in this book, you'll see my first chapter when I get to the neurocycle, once I've explained what the neurocycle is, is I talk about brain building first. And then I talk about detoxing traumas and so on and, and detoxing bad habits and then building good habits. So the, that's the order that I recommend you do that in. And as I said, you'll see in chapter 14, I lay out exactly how I build this all into my daily routine. So, I mean, brain building, I think doesn't get enough attention, as I've already said, because it's not as trendy as a new workout or you know, as a, it's not as quick as a, you know, take a pill and you feel great. Not that pills actually work in the long term, but brain building creates sustainable changes in your brain. And I, I tell you, it may, you, you, in a, in a moment for refocusing and calm, you will feel the instantaneous changes, but the resilience you'll feel over time. So it's calming. You'll feel the instant effect, the resilience you're going to feel over time. So as you, the more you brain build, the more resilient you become. And you notice, yeah, I still, Get anxious or depressed or fall down, whatever, but you find yourself getting up. You find yourself being able to refocus. You find yourself, instead of ruminating for hours, 
ruminate for 10 minutes. You know, those are the kinds of benefits and changes that you will see in your life that I've documented in my research that I found in my own life and the life of my family and so on. We have to remember that without a strong brain and our brain is reliant on our mind to make it strong, okay? Your brain can't get strong on its own. It can't do anything. You run your brain. The difference between mind and and brain is that when you're alive, your mind is working. When you're dead, it's just your brain and your brain will disintegrate. So a strong brain, a brain is reliant on your mind. So a strong mind, a strong brain needs a, needs a mind that's managing it. That's why I talk about mind management. So without a strong brain, we can't have sustainable improvements in our other areas of our life, which is why I did this order in therapy. I would do brain building, detoxing, brain building, the hard work, brain building, the hard work. And I recommend you build that in your life. And that's become part of my routine. That is, people often ask me, how can I be a mom of four, do the research, do all the clinical trials? I do a lot, run a business, etc. And a lot of it, I, I, I attribute it to the way I manage my mind. And I've got better and better over the years. And the routine that I have built into the book is why I can do what I do and why I keep bouncing back when things hit me, because things do hit me like everyone else. None of us are exempt. 100% of us are going to get hit by issues in life that you just want to throw up your hands. And many times I have wanted to throw up my hands. And I have literally thrown up my hands. So this is too much. And then I get my mind back on. I allow myself to express that. And I dive in. And when it's really bad, I brain build. And then I do. And then I go and work on whatever that toxic issue is. And it's become a pattern. It's a pattern in my life. And that's where it helps so much. Okay, so just in summary, the benefits of brain building. The information that you are building in, remember, you need to, it needs to be learned with the goal of understanding deeply. You're nourishing your brain, like you're eating healthy food that's nutritionally dense to feed your brain and your body. When you are taking knowledge and you're thinking and, and to understand, to build that in using the five steps of the neurocycle, your goal is deep understanding that you could write an exam, do a discussion, keep it there for a long time, be able to, you know, you're growing your intellect. Okay, that's, that's what your goal is. And not only will this exercise increase your brain power, I mean, that just alone what I've told you is increasing brain power and intelligence. And by the way, intelligence is not fixed. You're as intelligent as you want to be. So the more you brain build, guess what? The more intelligent you become, major benefit. Okay, but it would also activate resilience. You've heard me say that a lot. So brain power, you're going to have basically brain resilience. You're going to have increased intelligence. You're going to have a stronger brain. You're going to have a quick way to calm and refocus, equip you to manage your emotions more effectively. You're going to think with more wisdom and with more clarity. I mean, those are like seven major benefits of brain building. And as a bonus, as I said, during tough times, just to calm yourself down, it is like amazing. Okay, so it's when you brain build and like, let's say that you totally worked up and you've got a big issue in your life and you just don't know what to do, go brain build. It's not that you're distracting in a negative sense. You are giving yourself, you're putting that on ice for a moment and you're giving yourself a chance to get perspective, and you're getting perspective by brain building, learning, doing something that's completely unrelated to that topic, go study something completely unrelated, do the exercise, spend 30 minutes or an hour or 10 minutes or however long, do the five steps, do some brain building, and that then will calm down the neurochemical chaos, help then with refocusing, building the brain, increasing the resilience, help you to then get the intelligence that you need to refocus and to get perspective. And it may be another 24 hours before you readdress that issue or longer or shorter, whatever, but make brain building part of that tool. Remember, like you clean your teeth every day, you need to brain build every day. You clean your teeth twice a day, brain build twice a day. There's a good goal. At least try and do that. Okay, so it's not distracting from the hard stuff. It's preparing you 
to be uncomfortable with change. People hate change. People hate things that aren't the same. But brain building can help to prepare you. It helps to build the kind of resilience into your brain that you need in order to change. And it's a neuroplasticity-driven system. You're driving the neuroplasticity of your brain that keeps it tidy and clean. That's the whole putting things in boxes. So it's keeping your, it's neuroplasticity driven, mind driving brain. You're changing the microscopic, microscopic structure. And it's in doing that, you're also keeping it tidy and clean, which helps you sleep better. So important, helps you function. It helps transfer chaotic and messy mental energy from messy stuff to an organized mental energy. I just love that. So brain building is taking that chaotic mess of mental energy from whatever messiness is going on in your life. And it is transforming it into a nice organized mental energy. Like when you vacuum up dirt and clean our homes to get some level of order back. You're also introducing a level of control. So you, you'll feel so much more in control. You'll feel hope. These are the benefits that you're going to, like directly that you're going to start feeling. And it may only be a glimmer of hope at first, but it's there. Okay. And it starts becoming more and more. The more you do it, the easier it is to get yourself back into hope. So when I feel hopeless, and there are times where I just feel hopeless about certain things. I go brain build. And as soon as I've done that, I feel uh, that glimmer of hope. And it, I'm telling you, it's getting better and better over time. And I saw this with my research and my patients. The more they did it, the more they started experiencing that glimmer of hope and more control. We hate feeling out of control. And this is a way of getting control back, a really fun, nice, easy way of getting control back. Helps reduce sleeping issues, which I've said. If you find yourself struggling to fall asleep or waking up because of anxious thoughts, you may have too much toxic buildup in your brain. Maybe you didn't use all those new baby nerve cells. If you didn't deep think enough during the day, I can guarantee you've got a toxic buildup when you go to sleep and that will affect the quality of your sleep. Potentially come out in nightmares and messy sleep and waking up and not getting enough REM and deep and non-REM sleep and so on. So when I wake up, there's many nights where I wake up and I feel like on edge and stuff. And I mean, generally I sleep really well, but when I do wake up, and there are nights, I mean, at least once a week or so, and sometimes nothing in that week and twice in the next week, depending on the context of my life at that time. If I can't sleep, I look, I, I analyze, I immediately sit up in bed and I say, okay, why can't I sleep? And I'll do a neurocycle. And then what the other, the next thing I will do is I'll say, okay, do I feel like watching a TV program? Do I feel like reading? Or do I feel like brain building? And then I'll do whichever. And very often I do brain building. And I tell you, I calm down and I have the most fantastic sleep after that. So, and last benefit is that brain building helps with getting unstuck. You know, when you feel stuck, where you feel stuck in depression or stuck in that anxiety cycle, in that ruminating cycle, or just stuck in your life, you just don't feel excited. Brain building is a way of doing that. It's a way of getting you unstuck to try and find out what do I want to do with my life or getting unstuck enough that you can start working on that toxic issue that made you feel depressed in the first place. So you could be just so depressed that you can't do anything, but you could maybe do a bit of brain building a little bit, maybe five minutes, maybe 10 minutes, maybe with someone. I would help my patients that were really in a bad place. You would sit for five minutes and do some brain building and then try and do 10 minutes. And then, so we would move through and teach the family how to help them. And then suddenly you can stretch it to 10 or 15 minutes to an hour and you can use that to boost yourself again and get unstuck in area of any area of your life, like a job, a relationship with a project. Sometimes I find that I'm, when I'm writing new books or I'm trying to be creating a new project and we kind of get stuck on that creative point. I will go and do some brain building in, in my field, but unrelated to that particular issue. I go and do the brain building and suddenly, ah, that's the thing. And I get unstuck. May happen with immediately, may happen an hour later, a day later, but inevitably I get unstuck. So it's a great benefit. Well, there is lots of information for you. I hope that you're going to 
really dive in and use brain building as part of your routine. So in my book, chapter 14, I say neurocycling is a daily mind management routine for cleaning up the mental mess. And I have my eight things that I do. And I'll start with getting my mind ready for the day. I take 30 seconds to two minutes. And then number two, brain building, 15 to 60 minutes, more if I have time. And then I go through the rest of this thing. And then I go later in the day, use brain building again. So it comes in. So I've got eight like things in my routine that I do, obviously, besides work and eating. But it's all mind stuff. And the brain building is a major factor. Always starting the day and then during the course of the day. I always try and do, I try and do at least two hours a day at least one hour, but it, I try and get at least two hours. Sometimes I get three hours in. And you may think, where do you find the time? Listen, just look at the time that you spend scrolling through Instagram and Facebook and like doing nothing or whatever. So, you know, that's that's where you can use that time. So even build up, even if you start with 10 minutes, that is great. Brain building is like cleaning your teeth and it's got all those amazing benefits. As I said, one of the most underrated and most powerful mental health tools out there. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then... I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.